Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Spain, Bradley Burrows and guests. Welcome along to the NZ Tech Podcast. You're here with Paul Spain. You've got Bradley Burrows and Owen Williams. From hey, great to have you in the <laughs> studio, Owen. Thank you for having me. Nice, nice to have a guest from uh, Wellywood. Uh, Owen is a regular contributor to Neo, and particularly on the subject of Windows Phone Seven. News editor, even news editor. There Ooh, we go. So, so I had to drop that in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so <laughs> we've we've invited Owen on the show to hear have him contribute to our to our discussions, but also to hear uh, a little bit about what's coming up with Windows Phone Seven. There's a major announcement coming overnight. We're recording this on Tuesday, the 24th of May, and in the morning there is a big announcement. So we're, we're going to be chatting a, a little bit about that uh, as we dive into the show. So uh, that's us. We will we will get into it. We've got a bunch of things to cover this evening. As we mentioned, uh, window, Windows Phone uh, 7, the Mango News. We're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the big announcement today from Crown Fiber Holdings involving telecom and others we've got a bunch of cool hardware that we're looking at uh some cool stuff from samsung uh, a device uh, that two degrees have given us dual core android handset we've got the sony ericsson xperia play little uh, playstation phone and a few more topics besides so uh so that's us we will we will get into it let's go yeah, we've got gadget heaven here tonight. I've taken a couple of photos. I, I have never seen so many mobile phones and laptops in a small space before. It's incredible. Madness. Total madness around here, I've got to say. All right, so the first big news today is the announcement from Crown Fiber Holdings that they have finished selecting uh, partners for putting in the fiber network around New Zealand. Oh, fantastic. Who won? Well, there's a range of partners but the the big thing is that they've chosen Telecom to do oh wow all of the remaining spots bar Canterbury. So in Canterbury, they're going with Enable Networks, who are owned by Christchurch City Holdings. So they'll be looking after the Christchurch sort of Canterbury area, but the rest of the country that hadn't already been allocated, and we know, you know, there were already things signed for uh, for Fongaray and parts of Bay of Plenty. Yep. Uh, but the remaining areas are all being covered by telecom, which I think is probably probably a good sign for for many because uh, you know telecom are in that position where they've got a lot of fibre already rolled out. It'll, uh, it'll but, be interesting but I, what Vector I think, says. You know, everyone will have a different opinion on it, right? Yeah, so, Vector's going to be a little bit upset on this one. Yeah. Um, so so uh, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what uh, you know what the reaction out there is. Yeah. No, I, what do you guys think? I, I think it's a good thing. I would have liked to have seen maybe someone a little bit different than Telecom this time, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think Vector would have brought some innovation that where Telecom's complacency sometimes lets them down. Um, but they do, look, they, they've got the infrastructure there with Chorus, right? So well, it's a matter of playing that, laying down that core yeah, infrastructure. Exactly. It means Telecom have to split up, so this won't be Telecom who's actually doing it. There are two companies, so the the deal is that Telecom will actually be forced to split into two different, completely different firms. Right. Uh, so there, you know, there'll be no relate, no direct relationship between the the retail telecom we see today and the company that's laying the fibre. Chorus will effectively become a separate a separate company, separate CEO, separate you know structures and so on. Okay, well that that's that's a good thing. I think having them as a retail company makes them more two degrees Vodafone retail like, which is good. Mm. Um, yeah, again, they've already got all the, all the fibre in the ground anyway, so it makes sense in some ways, but. 
I don't know. It's always nice to get a fresh approach. They've been around for, what, 10, 15 years doing all the sort of laying the cables mm. and everything. And I don't know. Vector. Yeah. I'm keen to see it happen as quick as possible. Oh, yeah. That's because the I thing. think that the, the other bits behind the scenes, they would have done the deals and so on to make sure that, you know, the, the, the best price and all of those things will happen from, from a consumer perspective. The main bit I was concerned about, how long does it take to roll this out? So if we work with a with a firm that already has something out there, um, maybe that helps it help helps it happen quicker. But I'll be interested to hear what the, you know, what what we hear in the in the chat sessions and the and the various other bits and pieces to see what what you know the broad populace thinks about it. Yeah, uh, look, uh, the other thing I think about also is if I look at um, Telecom's broadband plans and the pricing of them, they are really pricey. Really it's not good. Yeah, it's not good, and I I would love to see the prices. I mean. I'd be interested to hear Mr. Reynolds if he went overseas and actually looked, you know, went to Australia even and just went, you go over there and look at some of their broadband packages that they can get yeah. for 60, 80 gig, you know, and they're paying 34, 30, 50 bucks a month. And now Telecom's doing, what, $114 for 40 gig? Yeah, yeah. You know, we've got to get those. If you're going to get fibre to the home, then you've got to have 80 gig of download. If you're going to be using Skype, video, you know, be doing all those services, which is what they're promising, then you got to get those prices down. And that's that's what I'd like to know is that you get those prices down then I'll be happy. Well the nice thing here is it's a competi- it's going to be a competitive uh you know it's going to be a competitive space because the retailers and you know the provider of the fiber and so on are, are quite separate. Mm. So there's a good sign there. The other thing that uh we heard in the last few days was that Pacific Fiber uh which is uh, the outfit from Sam Morgan and Rod Drury and yep. and, and uh Stephen Tindall and so on. Uh, they they have signed their first deal, uh, and in, and in this case for the the nationwide network that serves the universities and all oh, the Karen and, network. And so on. Yeah, uh, is it Karen? Is that uh, we're a bundle of knowledge tonight, aren't we? We really are. God, it might cover that, but I think it covers more. Okay, so that that's my understanding. Maybe the guys in the chat have a little bit more. Uh, um, knowledge, knowledge on on that, um, but what that means is there, there's a there's a there's a commitment there in terms of spend and yep. investment that will allow them to keep moving that forward because they're in the process now of getting funding and and so on finalised. Presuming all that goes ahead according to plan, then we will see a competitive link between New Zealand, Australia, and the US established, and that should be up and running in the 2013. Uh, I think late 2013 to 2014 type time frame. That will be awesome. So that, that will be you know so the, good. all of these things coming together will end up delivering us a great result to you know high speed access to the internet via fiber via other mm. channels. Which you know today obviously it's a less competitive playing yeah, uh, yeah. playing field when we just have that one uh, you know primary link to Australia and the US. And, and when I'm skyping off my Connect too, it'll uh, it'll be quite funky doing my high definition. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I'm looking forward to that. Yes, when they get the whole Skype integration working with Connect, it'll be you can do it on your awesome. Windows phone as well. Awesome. It's awesome. gonna it's gonna be great. So uh, <laughs> Rian, sorry, is the organisation that that signed, and I I right. did know that, but you know what my memory's like. Uh, thanks for uh, for the guys for correcting me on that. <laughs> All right. So uh, next next on on our agenda, we wanted to chat about Windows Phone Seven, and that's uh, partly why we've got Owen here in the studio. 
Uh, Owen's done a lot of reporting on Windows Phone oh, yeah. 7 uh, for NeoWin. <laughs> yep. uh, if you guys are familiar with that site, if you're not, then it's definitely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a whole heap of content there about Windows Phone 7. Oh, yeah. And you're, <laughs> All you're, written by me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and you're here in Auckland to uh, to cover the event that's happening uh, that's in early right. hours of the morning. Yeah, it should be interesting. I think I'm going to be up at 3 a.m. for the New York stream as well, if they have that. So you it's gonna be sad a man. Long night. Well, I'm the only person that actually knows anything about it up at Newland. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's a couple of other people who are actually at the London event but they don't really understand the platform as such. They use, I think one of them uses an iPhone, the other uses Android probably or something like that, or a Nokia. Not that those are bad now, but uh, <laughs> oh, my iPad's turned off. So, um, so the announcement tomorrow, what yes. can you tell us that you know? What so do we're talking I know? about Mango. Mango what do I know? Quote. Okay. Right, what, do, what do I think I know is more the question. Um, I've got a big list of things here. And uh, Steve Ballmer today announced um, that Microsoft had, what, 500 different features. And I'm looking at my list going, this isn't 500 features at all. Um, so we're hearing from Microsoft officially that they've got socket support which is uh, a big thing so this is this is this sort of sort of developer, developer type okay. stuff so there's a bunch of developer yep. type stuff uh most of these are consumer things sockets was quite a big thing for me because it will affect the consumer in a way that apps can be built to do different things that can't be done right now so uh, it allows us to get skype for instance yeah, right? and, or rdp if they uh, can figure that out um there's ie9 integration coming with hardware graphics support um Twitter support's coming, uh, conversation view for email, exchange corporate settings, SkyDrive, multitaskings, uh, other SDK improvements, and custom ringtones, which is what everybody's asking about for some reason. L- LinkedIn um, inboxes, too, oh, yeah. the one we've seen. LinkedIn That's inbox. a biggie. Yeah. yeah, that looks so, great. I don't actually understand how that works. Does anybody, is that just all my, of your inboxes in one place? My, my, my impression of it, <laughs> my impression of it from what I've seen, yes. uh, or sorry, what I've... Um, Something similar what, to Android, what, 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 I've, what I've picked up is... Let's say you've got three inboxes on on your device, and so maybe you've got yep. a Hotmail account, you've got your corporate account, yep. and you've got another you know personal account, maybe a Gmail. Yep. Uh, you might want to link together, say, your two uh, personal accounts. So you go into that, that inbox, sense. and you'll see all of the emails that relate. That oh, that's my personal email. Y- maybe you work for two or three different mm. businesses. You could link those three inboxes together, and you would see all of your business email right, in one right. place. But it's not like uh, you know some other platforms that'll just pull it all together, and you've just got this sort of one, yeah. you know, one thing. So you've got some uh, some flexibility there in how that operates. Sounds pretty good and to me, it, to be honest. Yeah, it sounds sounds pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that'll be really handy. Well, I mean, I have four email accounts on my Windows phone right now, so you know, and it sounds useful to me. Um, other things that we've uh, seen, I'm going to just go through these pretty quickly. Uh, these are things. So from my perspective things that i think are realistic compared to (laughs) some of the other rumors that are out there so um we've got uh again it turned off um deep os chat integration for facebook and windows live there's a linked inbox in there for some reason uh bing vision so that's the uh searchable you can take a photo of any it's kind of like google goggles so that best way to explain it Uh, bing sound similar to shazam uh, Xbox Live Game Sync. So that's a uh, game saves, and apparently I'm hearing like position in the game. I don't know if there's there, a game. There was some talk of that earlier on in some mm. of the demos last year, which would so- show you leaving a game on your Xbox as you as you you know you're at home, yeah, you're yeah. playing a game's like oh I've got to jump off and head to work. You jump on the on the bus or the train, yep. and then you fire up your phone, you catch your position, and you keep playing that game. You get into the office, you finish it off on your computer or whatever, and you know 
ha- however it goes. But uh, you know, the idea is mm. a, a little bit of like I guess if if you've uh, listened to podcasts or you know the like on your um, on your Windows phone, yep. you've got the Zoom account. You know, even video, you can yep. start watching it in one place, take it with you. It, it picks up where you left off, regardless of what device you're on. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's actually a game out there that did that between PCs. I can't remember the name of it. Someone was telling me you could, it was using Steam and you used to play it on one computer and you'd go to another one and carry it on. So that's yeah. the kind of idea behind that, I think. Um, we've got group SMS, uh, but in a better way. So I think that's more like contact groups that you can define uh, permanently. Uh, detection of SMS online IM contact. That didn't sound very well worded. So that's if you send a text to someone, if you go to send a text to someone and it notices that they're on Facebook chat or Windows Live, it'll say, hey, this person's on Windows Live. Why don't you just talk to them there? So, so it saves you having to spend the money of you know ten cents or whatever on a yeah, on an yeah. SMS, and, and and it depends on which which country you're in. It pulls it all together, and uh, you know make, makes it much easier. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I guess in New Zealand it probably costs more, but <laughs> it depends on the market. If you you know international SMS yeah, and so yeah. on might be more expensive. So no, it's a good move. All right, um, I'll, I'll keep pushing on with this list. So we've got album art on lock screen. So that people were saying oh the iPhone's had that for years but what I'm hearing is it's kind of similar to the uh, actual Zune HD itself on the lock screen it's like a dynamic kind of moving situation something interesting so that's pretty cool Um, we got turn by turn big maps so that'll be pretty good Uh, I assume that will come with other improvements Um, (laughs) voiced Sorry, we had There's, to. So I went and tried to get to the studio tonight using Bing Maps, and it took him out to Pukekohe or something. I'm oh, yeah, sorry, for, for, I can't defend it. It's it was terrible. Yeah, it so worked. I'm hoping that they actually. That's what kind of where I was going with that improvements for Bing Maps. Um, I I actually had to resort to my BlackBerry tonight to get here. Um, I had to install Google Maps and everything, so it was a, a bit of a nightmare. Um, There's your data it, package gone for the month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, you probably could have called somebody, but uh, we're, we're not used to that sort of technology, well, no, like you know, making talks, a phone call how would you do that i I don't even uh, i haven't even done that yet um (laughs) (laughs) it's all right it's a work phone um (laughs) so we've got voice to uh it's like uh voice dictation for sms but i'm hearing it's actually os wide so you can input into any text field with that uh built-in screenshot support uh you can do that with a third-party thing at the moment wi-fi hotspot support uh Office 365 support, visual voicemail, battery saving features, native Facebook check-ins. Uh, so it's a pr- it's a pretty big list, right? Yeah, it's we can a go pretty on. big list. Yeah, we, well, I well, mean, I, everyone's going to fall asleep. I, so yeah, I think. I mean, we, we we've had some good discussion there. If you guys want to want to check that out, by the time that uh, that this is online, if. Uh, if this announcement hasn't been made, it's not going to be far off. No. So there will be information up on the NZ Tech Podcast uh, website, pointing off to to news items. We've already got. I've already put something up on uh, WindowsPhoneNZ.com. Yep. Neo Win, of course, yep. uh, Owen's going to be covering that extensively. So <laughs> three a.m. Uh, there'll be there'll be plenty of stuff to uh, to to read there about this announcement. But so what, what time are you guys going to the Microsoft New Zealand VIP thing tomorrow? Uh, Seven thirty a.m. Seven thirty a.m. Okay, <laughs> so basically. You guys, you. But we will sites. have already sat through what yep. what's yep. happened in yep. New York, and you know the question will be, uh, what what new things are they going to show off in New Zealand that yep. we we didn't we didn't hear about in the states? Um, accidentally so, show. So so uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 see. So um, yeah, good. Um, but but I guess really you know the, this release what the importance of it really for Windows Phone is whether you know at the moment Windows Phone's been a you know great device does some innovative things but it's got a number of shortcomings maps yeah. and and <laughs> I guess those things have you know have led to a situation where 
there aren't a lot of phones in the market. Uh, you know, we've still basically got Android and and iPhone winning most of the market share. I did hear that it broke even in New Zealand, though. Interesting, interesting. Well, well be, uh, we're in the green. That was on Twitter, so I'm allowed to say that. All right. Oh, very, very good. <laughs> no so, comment. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, th- this will be the thing that you know, if if Microsoft don't pull it off with this and get all their marketing and other bits and pieces in a row, hmm. um, then you know, it'd it'd be a bit of a worry. But I think you know, there seems to be a growing, uh, what should we say, fan base or following for the product. <laughs> and, and I'm hearing you know more and more uh, businesses are really interested in this. Yeah. As a as a go forward in terms of away from some of the other platforms, and we're certainly seeing you know BlackBerry is one of those platforms that's dramatically lo- losing market share. Well, no one um, even considers it anymore, really, do they? No. So you know, it's one of those. Well, some do, but yeah. uh, you know, so this is, this is one of the uh, the options that businesses are looking at because the Microsoft phone works extremely well with mm. Microsoft Exchange Server and all those sorts of things. All right. So moving on, next next item on the um, on the list. Oh, the uh, no, now what I, have, what I what we were <laughs> going to chat about is some <laughs> fancy new hardware. Have in front of me at the moment the new Samsung Series Nine. Brad, you've had a good play with this. Tell yes. us your, your thoughts on it. I'm in love. <laughs> I, think no, I, am, I think I am too. Is that all right? So um, I, I talked about this last week that we were going to get one, and I was lucky enough to get one of the early devices in the country. Um, and, and thanks to um, Dave Rayner and Mark Bishop down in. In uh, Microsoft, they were actually let me borrow this for tonight. Um, so this is the Samsung Series Nine. It's just gone on sale in Harvey Norman's for two nine nine nine. It is as thick as a Windows Phone or Apple device. It actually is. It, wow. it is. We're just doing comparisons. I'm just got the um, trophy. Oh, it's a little the, with the screen. screen it's a little bit. This thing is old. This makes a MacBook Air look thick. That's how thin this thing is. It is stunning. No, <laughs> um, it, it, it's obviously Samsung have designed this to be a um, Mac Air compete at this point in time. It won't um, turn on. And Paul Spain has <laughs> broken it. He's, he's running his fingers across the keyboard. I can't take you anywhere, can I? No. Look, this thing is this thing is really really nice to use. It's an i5 um, chipset, so it's got the grunt in there. Um, it's got a built-in battery, but one of the neat things they've done is from a design feature, they've actually got all the hidden ports all covered up really, really nicely. So uh, we we had a go of it. Um, we've been running Windows 7 on on there, and it is, yeah, Skip was just saying, it's just lightning fast to start up. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, Solid-state drive. Yeah, it, it's on the upper price of um, where you'd pay around for the MacBook devices, but... Yeah, look, I, I would I would spend the money on it at the moment. Um, and Paul Spain has actually broken it. That's quite incredible. Um, <laughs> What's he doing? Oh, he's a uh, no, he's um, just passing Boogie it man. On. He is. Okay, but uh, yeah, it, it's got a it's got a one track um, mouse pad, so it doesn't have the multi uh, the multi parts. As you can hear, Skip's just rebooting it up and oh, getting go for us. Oh, I thought it just um, needed some power. That was all I was going to. Yeah, I think it has died on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all backlit keyboard. Um, you know, there's nothing else I can say that it's just, it is really really stunning but it is pricey yeah very nice machine and yeah so apparently uh, Harvey Norman have just picked it up it's in their new yep. uh, promo and yeah it's about $3,000 but you know well worth it for the specs I think it will uh, it'll potentially blow the MacBook Air away in terms of performance. Yes, it does. Uh, from from what I'm seeing at the moment anyway. Yeah. So, we, I mean, we, we obviously haven't sat the two next next to each other and, and, and done a bunch of tests, but you've got a higher-end CPU in there and it yeah. uh, looks great. 
yeah. really nice screen. Yeah, it is, and it, the, the cool thing is, is that Samsung have actually designed, um, especially with the backlight, and Skip's playing around with um, a few programs at the moment. And he's just loving the snappiness of it. <laughs> so, but yeah, look, I would if you go if you're around, you can go to Harvey Norman's. Definitely pop in and, and have a squiz, have a play with one. Um, you will be suitably impressed by the design of it. It's nice to see them doing it. It's nice to see people doing... I mean, Skip's got uh, what I'd call a small battleship of a laptop. Um, it's about three inches thick. and you, put, you, you, Yeah, it's just the light and day. Carrying that around isn't much fun. No. Uh, this thing actually feels almost as light as an iPad. If you actually yeah, weigh yeah, it too it does, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, Skip's holding his bag up. Very clever. <laughs> uh, so what, are the, what other hardware we got in? We've got actually tons of devices on the Yeah, we, we've had some cool stuff to play with in the last few days. Uh, have you guys had a look at the... Um, Xperia Play there from Sony Ericsson we've been having a play around with so what's the purpose of this device guys someone tell me about it so I, I had a look at it and, and uh, wrote a review online for it in the, in the last few days and basically I guess it's it's the bringing the sort of PlayStation portable experience into a, into a mobile uh, phone device so you've basically got that ability to play... Uh, the language is set know, to Spanish. Uh, PlayStation-type <laughs> phones and uh, PlayStation-type you know, type games and so on on your phone. Yep. So in, in some ways it does what uh, Windows Phone 7 and, and other platforms do in terms of bringing gaming in, but it goes a step further in terms of the playability and it's got a whole uh, control, you know, full-blown uh, PlayStation controller. Yep. So you the phone slides out. It's quite thick because... Uh, it's got a controller that slides out of it with all the joystick-ish sort of type controls and slider controls and so on. So, you know, really great if you're if you're really into gaming, having that sort of control rather than just touchscreen. But you've got touchscreen capabilities as well. And what, what OS are they running on that one? So that's running Android 2.3. Yep. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Um, and, yeah, no, it was, uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Um, I did have one issue around email crashing on it, but what I've what I've been told is that the units that we, we've played with are pre-production units, and that that's uh, something that's been ironed out in the final uh, okay. final release. We're picking, and we haven't been given anything official. We're picking that's going to be out in New Zealand next week. So oh, really? That's we, so. We, we're talking uh, first week of first week of June. Vodafone's running that ad campaign uh, now, aren't they? That, that's mm-hmm. likely to be uh, available at that space. Vodafone are doing a, a sort of a they a, were stolen a promo thing around it. Some sort of crazy PR oh, campaign. Oh, that was the police um, one. Yeah. That was the one that yeah. a gadget fell for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, they, they they put out a tweet saying that all the New Zealand stock had been stolen, which <laughs> yeah wasn't really very honest. Uh, but that you know they were they were they were trying to create some publicity, and I and I guess they did that. So, uh, um, yeah, having a bit of fun there. And uh, I guess every, everyone knows it was a bit of a hoax. Uh, and they've got a competition online. We can actually win them. So, hey, so, check out okay, the so site if you want to have a look at that. It's obviously going to be up in the upper eight dollars $900 range, we think. Or is it in the four four nine nine? Do we have a rough idea at all? In the- uh, no, it's, it's a reasonably high-spec uh, okay. you know, device. So it's going to be you know, t- towards that, that, uh, that higher end. Would you buy one? Ooh, big question. Mm. Well, this is the question we've got to ask. Well, right? I, I mean, think there's an audience that will buy it, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, you know, the things on it, like, you know, PlayStation, you know, it's got a PlayStation emulator for PlayStation 1 games. You've got those sort cool. of old school games that just, you know, are available now. There's quite a big catalogue of games. So, yeah, I think there's an audience for mm. it. I think looking around at the group here, you know, most, most of the, you guys, it's probably not really your device because it's, mm. it's quite thick and chunky. Um, and you're probably not guys that sit on the bus and, you know, whatever, play games so much. But 
This is really interesting. I just mm. tried to load up a demo and it says it's not available in your country already. They're geolocking it. Wow. Interesting. That, that may be because I don't think there's a sim in there at the moment. Oh, that I don't could think be it. it was supplied with a sim, that, that particular one. So, yeah. Uh, moving <laughs> on to the next device we've got. We've now got the uh, LG Optimus 2X back after uh, the <laughs> last modelling it in the corner over uh, there. That I had uh, died. So uh, we're, we're back up with a play on the new handset from, uh, from the chaps at 2 Degrees. You guys have had a little uh, a little bit of a look around. What are, what are your thoughts? I mean, I found it was really snappy with that dual core CPU. It was it was interesting to say the least. Uh, I'm with Owen. It's interesting. <laughs> I want to be careful what I want to say here, but I found it, I found the home screen to be so laggy, and I think it's just the one that I is agree. loaded on there. The I don't even know what this is. TouchWiz, maybe. It, it doesn't it doesn't react like you'd expect. No. with Android. It's I mean, got that delay, slight delay. You, just a, you, yeah. It's a little bit frame droppy more than anything. Yeah, I think. It's that's just, a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's it's very strange. It's a nice phone. It feels good in your hand, but that's very strange. I guess if you loaded your own home thing on there, it'd be fine. Yeah. But yep. Yeah. I, I used it for a few days, yep. and I was using it's got an 8 megapixel camera, oh, so a pretty nice. high spec uh, camera. Uh, I shot a bunch of video on there, a bunch of you know still images, and yeah, it, w- it was good. It seemed to work well. Uh, you know, loaded up Facebook and Twitter type apps, uh, linked it into Office 365. I didn't really come across any 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 things that were were broken on it. It just seemed to uh, just seemed to work. Is that an HDMI can, port? On as the I can there? recall, and the yep, cool Whoa, thing hello. is, I only just noticed that is it's got an HDMI mini HDMI wow. connection on top. Uh, now I did try connecting this to my Sony TV and. And I didn't have much luck, uh, but I didn't have a huge, I didn't have a huge amount of time to sort of play around right. with it. So there may, maybe there's a software update or something there to make that work. But I thought that is that's really cool. You know, you potentially get video and and whatnot on your yeah. phone. Plug it into your TV and uh, and away you go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cut, cool. cut in with a rumor here, and I actually hear Windows Phone Seven is getting HDMI support. Just putting that out there. Well, um, that could be interesting. Uh, it's not a rumor, but. It's 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 a good rumor. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I like well, my we'll, job. Well, we'll wait and see. I mean, if we look at the uh, the Zoom HD uh, device, then that had a that you know the the Zoom device has had an ability to hook them up to your TV, and I've I've done that sort of thing before. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's not too much of a stretch to imagine they might go that way with. Uh, I don't know with if it's Windows coming phone. with Mango, but I've definitely seen it in action. So. So, so, sorry, quick question, guys. So, we've got good battery life with our iPhones. Yep. Windows Phone, I get a day and a half, quite yep. good. So, Android's one of the big things I always hear from the Android users, and we talked about this about two or three weeks ago, was, oh, I get, I got to 5 p.m. tonight with my Android phone, the um, battery life rise. What's the battery life like on these things? I've, I'm actually finding it was, it was okay. That said, I didn't use it for a long time, and on the, the last day when I was, you know, I was doing a lot on it and was keen to sort of measure the battery life... I had been using it sort of, you know, mid to late afternoon and the battery had been okay. Next time I pulled it out of my pocket, it was dead, but that was because right. the whole device had actually died. So that, wa- that, wasn't, actually a, that wasn't actually a battery uh, issue. Um, so, yeah, I guess I haven't probably used it enough to say, you know, to say that it's a lot better or a lot worse than any of the, the other uh, feedback we've had. I think some of that can come down to people with custom builds, like the whole thing with yeah. Android is it tends to be your sort of real techie uh, guys that that are using it yeah. and they you know it's a little bit like like with Linux people like to have a sort of a a, a really um, 
you know, custom setup. So they've got their own uh, their own tweaks and bits and pieces running. They might have a bunch of things that run in the background and so on. So, you know, all of those things can end up impacting the battery life. These guys are all just taking pictures of us. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what that, what that's about. I'm not sure uh, how to. Um... I, I think uh, the, there's uh, some keenness <laughs> to try out the eight megapixel camera and uh, a few other bits and pieces on these phones. So, yeah, look, uh, I mean, it's uh, very cool. It, it, the, the, the iOS is actually really nice to to use once you get into it. I, I agree with Owen though. There is a slight frame rate delay yeah, when you're yeah. doing it. Um, I would like to see. I'd like to know about the battery life, and maybe we'll have a bit of a play with that and see how that goes. But the well, you H- can report back on that. Why don't you t- you t- you'll take it tonight? Yeah, I'll talk tonight. Yeah. yeah, but the HDMI output is is quite That's nice. Cool. No skip. You cannot put your iPhone in the LG box. <laughs> <laughs> It'll burn through. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Look, it'll be interesting. I'm more interested in the Sony Xperia. Mm. I, I I like the idea of trying to put the gaming platform in in, in your hands. But the build quality yeah. of the phone for me felt a bit plasticky. So very plasticky. Um, and it, yeah, and oh. they've done the same thing with the home screen as well. Yeah, I mean, have you used? Did you use the Android one point six one, the Xperia, the original? Yeah. It looks exactly the same. You can't even tell. Yeah. So no, look, we'll just wait and see. But look, it's it's nice of of the guys to actually let us have a play. Um, I think they're obviously going to be in the upper end of the phones as well um, from the pricing perspective. Paul, do you know what the LG is going for as well now? Is uh, it- the LG is 999. Yep. Uh, but bear in mind, that's the dual core phone. It's a pretty reasonable. You know, with your HDMI and so on. So, it's you good. know, comparing that to some of the other devices, that's not too not too shabby. Uh, and you can expand the uh, the storage as well. So, uh, yeah. No, it looks quite nice. Yep. It, I think it comes with 8 gig on board and then a 2 gig micro SD in there. Not to remember bad. that correctly, and then obviously you can you can fire and you know bigger, badder ones if if you're uh, you're you're into that, which is uh, which is interesting. Right, what do we next, sir? Well, I've just had something really interesting. Uh, now this may be a uh, maybe a mistake on Microsoft's part, but I've just logged into Office three six five and I've got two alerts, uh, both telling me that I've got trial subscriptions expiring in one hundred and forty three days. I'm not seeing so that. On maybe my they're doing some sort of testing of the trial process. They actually are. Uh, so, they uh, dropped a tweet yesterday, today, saying okay. that there's some thing going on but I didn't, they didn't mention that yeah so uh, if you're on office 365 and you see that don't panic there is a button that says purchase now what happens um, if and if I press it's probably going to ask me for millions of dollars and it, tells me, Paul Spain's and it tells me in this case that my trial subscription can't be converted to a paid <laughs> subscription I'd say um, there's a testing one so they must be doing a bit of testing yeah. there alright very uh, very interesting let's uh let's hope i can still get access to all my all my stuff <laughs> all righty all right now news in terms of outages and and you know security oh, bits yes. and pieces it's uh, been another week sony have made some progress right from from last week where they supposedly hadn't, they hadn't got too much online what uh <laughs> what, I, I, what, what I what's so going sorry. on they, they seem to be getting targeted left right and center because they've had uh they got had, hacked today. They've, they've, they've yeah. had very i mean sony's such a big company with so many divisions yeah. right um, which was which? Where were they hacked today in Greece? Right? Greece, yeah. The music store in Greece got hacked today. Their website got taken down. So it was Sony BMG. Yeah, yep. they got taken yep. down. So, and um, we there was an article floating around today that they the expected losses. Now you help me out here, Paul. The expected losses from this whole debacle is one hundred and seventy million dollars in, right. in that range. Hundred, yeah, around one hundred and seventy million yeah. US dollars. So we're talking. You know, quarter of a billion uh, New Zealand dollars is, is the impact from this. So, yeah. you know, I think 
yeah, they're going to certainly learn some lessons in terms of uh, spending a little bit more on network security in future. Uh, but you know, I think it, it it serves as a message to to organisations and corporations around the world of how important it is to actually invest right in yep. you know in many facets of technology. But mm. security is one of those that you can't just sort of sit back and say, "Oh, it's all right. It looks okay." Um, that that actually has to be handled in a really professional manner. And it looks like Sony uh, just weren't doing that, and not just in one part of their business, but across. You know, a number of facets around the world. Yeah, look, there's a lot of rumors going around about whether it was an inside job and whether their perimeter devices that they were running, I'm trying to be very careful here, we don't get ourselves in trouble, weren't updated to the correct kernel versions. And yeah, look, we, I, I hope Sony get it sorted. I hope their network gets up and going. Um, as we've said many, many times, it's good for the competition with Xbox Live at the moment. Um, but it would be interesting to measure if there has been a migration off off Sony, and we should be able to measure that in the next few months with any increases in New Zealand. Um, but yeah, let's just hope for the PlayStation community they actually get up and running soon. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a good thing to see that yeah. that uh, that moving again. So what else have we had, Paul? So we've also had uh, Vodafone and XT Network had some had some issues in the last few days. Just when they do their big announcement today, Telecom two days ago, the XT North Island went. Oh, it didn't go down. They had intermittent problems that was going on. And you and I were talking at the time. It's going up, it's going down. It's going up, it's going down. Yeah, there are a few problems there. And Vodafone had a bit of, you know, uh, it was oh. actually fiber. So we were talking about this amazing new fiber networks yeah. that are going in. <laughs> but, you know, any technology is vulnerable. And in this case, uh, you know, Vodafone were, were impacted by a, a fiber connection that got damaged or, or cut and uh, you know that that impacted some of the users was it the mobile network that went down on that one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was so yeah, yeah completely yeah, yeah. yeah so look it's a bit of a shame that that sort of happened I mean we just we we want to have stability in the country it's a bit of a laughing stock really if we can't actually hold a cell phone network up so yeah we just got to get that sorted now, other issues, one I came across was a, a phishing email sent out to Telstra Clear's uh, previous Paradise customers. Oh, yeah. So this was something my my mum received, was an email. She had a, used to have a, a Paradise uh, account, which is now part of Telstra Clear, and there was something that came through, you know, trying to purport that it was an official communication from them, and they needed you to go through, you know, X, Y, Z, steps to verify your account or whatever the situation was uh unfortunately telstra weren't able to block this email so it was getting to a whole you know presumably to a whole bunch of their customers fortunately it was so obvious that it was a scam uh that probably very very few people would have got sucked in by it but i think they wanted you to email them back you know a whole bunch of details about your account and 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 so on it was really blatant it was like um enter your username password and it literally had it listed what they wanted from you but the thing is it's it's amazing how many people still reply to those emails it's like the um, Nigerian emails you get, you know. It's like Nigerian people, prints. Yes, people still lose money to those scams, and so if you do get any emails and you th- you think it's a bit dodgy, don't be afraid to call up the organisations and ask. Just like Porter with his bank with ASB the other week, same thing. You you've got to be careful of it. And as you heard in episode eleven, you know those scammers will go. I mean that that clip that we played, you actually went on for about fifteen twenty minutes in total. Wow. We we played only five minutes of that one. So yeah, just ask. Yeah. I have a friend that actually works for um, BNZ's fraud department, and they just get all kinds of requests, and still the Nigerian ones are the most common. It's yeah. just insane. Mm. That's amazing, isn't it? So obviously, the, you know, those of you that are listening to this show are generally a little bit more clued up than the average person, so you're much less likely to get scammed. 
but you know pass on the knowledge that you that you learn from us from others to your family members uh, I also wrote up an article yesterday an editorial for Neowin which it's talks good. a little bit about password policy how to protect yourselves so that's that would be a good uh, a good item to uh, you know to, to share with people as well uh, yeah, there are lots more resources online that cover these topics but you know do educate your families and make sure that they protect themselves because there are people out there that that you know lose all sorts of things and we were discussing this last week with with the lady who's ended up in a in a jail in South America uh, you know because she was taken by you know by one of these scams so you know anyone can can get targeted and and uh you know is susceptible to some of these sorts of things so uh you know let, let's keep educating ourselves have wise practices about how we store our emails and, and those sorts of things totally yeah good good all right uh so moving on there's been um further news sort of bubbling away about uh apple and cloud music deals so in terms of oh, uh, yes, yes. some some online uh music offerings from apple that ultimately i think will lead them to be able to offer us uh you know all our all your music that you buy you know from iTunes to be able to just be stored online so you can get it from anywhere Whereas today, if you know you buy music, you download it, you lose it. Oh, it's gone. So it sounds like that they're uh, they're they're cutting a fast track there through the various record labels, and we'll have something to announce in the next little while. So it was interesting. Owen and I were just talking off air before we came on. We've both got Zoom passes, and do you have one, Paul? You have one, don't you? Yeah, yeah and it's it's, it's it's the one thing that actually for me with the Windows Phone that stands me out that I can actually mm. just download unlimited music. So for fifteen ninety nine a month, I think US it is dollars, US it? dollars. Yep. I get unlimited downloads and I get 10 free songs. Now, if Apple come up with something similar to that where they've got those partnerships in place, but I think what Zoom's big downfall at the moment is that fifteen ninety nine only gets me music. Yeah. If that did rental movies as well where I could at least just down- view them online, now, if Apple get that same type of thing, that will be a game changer uh, yeah, for them. Yeah, you can get access to all the media wanted. Yeah. If they can do it as some sort of family account, so you just pay one fee, you know, you've got an option for an individual, but in a family situation, you know, that everyone can use this yep. one login and you can, you know, uh, because, you know, what we use at home, we're using the Netflix, we're using the Zoom Pass, we can go to any one of our, our TV screens with an Xbox connected, we can access, you know, whatever music we want. We don't have to have bought that before, but we know we're paying we're paying for it, the artist mm. is getting paid, Correct. and we can access any TV shows and, and, and movies that are in the various catalogues and get access to that from you. That's great, but it would be great to have one provider that wrapped all that up and made it an easy offering. It's a huge step towards combating piracy as well. I mean, yes. that's the biggest reason most people download music is because they want to hear it before they buy it these days. That's right, and, and it's, you know, if it gets easy... And it's cheap to access these services. And then it's easier than pirating it. Because then it, then it becomes a much a much easier process, right? And there there was an article uh, today I was reading in regards to the downloading of uh, which movie was it? Was it Hurt Locker? It was what? Oh yeah, yeah, that was the one where they were suing everyone who downloaded. Where they they've, they've picked on you know as many people as they've been able to track that downloaded illegally, and they you know they they're targeting them with a lawsuit. And we've seen situations in the US before. Where people that have you know maybe just downloaded or or been involved in file sharing, you know, a couple of dozen tracks have ended up with uh, you know being being hauled through the courts and being fined in the hundreds of thousands of of dollars 
for for these few tracks because you know when you pirate them and you you share them through a file sharing network it might be hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of, of people that end up with it so the cost yeah. you know to the artists and and so on is 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 fairly big so and who else launched their their cloud music service as well there's one other wasn't there google so yeah google google it was a good there. segue i was trying to hand you guys it was, a it was very smooth yeah i know um and look we've been doing a bit of reading about this and and it's not getting the best reviews, the Google uh, service. I've got a colleague that's been trying it out, and it's just... its Apparently, it's abysmal. He used it for 15 minutes and was done, because he was doing a review for Neil one, and uh, he just didn't enjoy it. It was crashing when trying to make a playlist, which is, you know, your basic feature, but it wouldn't do it. And the other thing that he said was really frustrating is you can't play on a device, and you can't play on two devices at once. So if you have a, a computer in the lounge signed into your Google Music account, and then a computer in your... Your bedroom signed into your Google Music or, or your phone. You yep. get talk, little so your phone. you leave yep. it playing at home, and then you get in the car to go play music, and it won't. It'll stop the other one. You can't do both at once. What, I think other streaming services have similar limitations. For instance, with the Zoom Pass, if you're using their live streaming option, not the not playing out of a downloaded subscription, that particular streaming will only work on one uh, yeah. one device at a time. But the difference is that you would tend to pull down most of the content you want to your device. Correct. Uh, so so you can play at any time without having to use the internet. Exactly. So that that issue yeah. would would really really come up. Uh, but I imagine that in the future they'll they'll have to launch some sort of family option that'll give you the ability to play on multiple devices at the same time as well. But it, it's interesting now they're all starting to get into this music store. You know, the, the, everyone's copying the iTunes type models now, and it's yeah, it, it's good. I think iTunes needs competition. Um, but I'd love to see again. What's the problem with the whole thing? It's only in the US only, just like Zoom. It's that, US only yeah, at the moment. That's right, and that, that's it's, certainly one of the challenges. But I think what what we're seeing here is that the big players, in terms of Apple, Google, and Microsoft, are developing a really capable, or they're working to develop really capable ecosystems surrounding their products. So it's all very well Google having Android as an operating system, but it's not much good if it doesn't do music, doesn't do video, doesn't do all of these other things. So they've realised that, and they're working hard to get there. I think what is one of the challenges for Google or one of the things that maybe affects their their reputation is they will launch out these products into the market like we saw with the Google TV last year. They'll launch a product into the market that just isn't really ready yet. It's sort of, oh, this looks like a, a really raw early beta of a product from another vendor and they'll launch it yeah. out as though this this is our product. What do you think? Uh, and And make it available. They might still put the beta tag on it but even if we look at some of the some of the Android builds that that come out, oh, they're you know they're a bit flaky. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's something that Google is probably more prone to doing compared to the other vendors because they're aiming maybe at a slightly more techy audience who and are, they want to get who are a bit fast. more relaxed. They they just want it out there yeah. more than anything. You know, yeah. all the Google fanboys are going to be just flaming us on Twitter yeah. later tonight and on the. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's just it's just nailed. a different approach. <laughs> they're making their product available in an earlier. Uh, at an earlier time then they're innovating very quickly with new releases and so those issues that are in one release will get dealt with and you know there are those regular things coming through uh, it happens, you know yeah. the, the other side of the coin is you wait like you wait with Apple and you get maybe one major iOS update a year on uh, you know on your Apple device typically and I think we've seen similar with window with from Microsoft with Windows Phone Seven. We're not seeing you know three new you know major new iterations of Windows Phone Seven a year. 
which you know we're probably going to see one really big update a year uh, that might well accelerate and maybe they'll move that to three months six months and get more like Google but I think Microsoft will be will be much more cautious about the way they operate in those mm. regards if they want to release something that's really polished and will suit a really broad audience so it, it's it's a different approach and I don't think that there's necessarily one approach that fits all no. because Google is selling a huge amount of product. So, you know, you can you can say, well, they're doing it differently and, and it doesn't suit some people, but, you know, they're selling tens or hundreds of millions of, of, of products. So, you know. Yeah, well, they're, 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 they're overtaking, you know, all the traditional Blackberries and their Nokias and their Jump. They're just, yeah. snow, it's just, yeah, it's, it's like a snowball growing at the moment. That is, yeah, the platform is doing really, really well. Good stuff. All right. Well, I think that's us. Uh, that's us coming to a close. Was there anything else that we uh, that we missed out uh, from our agenda chats? Oh, we probably did, but we'll put on to next week. Good. Good. All right. Well. Uh Thank you very much for tuning in to the NZ Tech Podcast. You can, of course, find us online, nztechpodcast.com. You will find us on Twitter, at NZ Tech Podcast. And we're also on facebook.com slash NZ Tech Podcast. Now, guys, your Twitter handles, let's uh, let's share those around. How do we find you, Owen? Mine is really hard to say. It's Finding Niwo. So that's my my first name backwards. And it's, 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 it's a play on words. I've had Twitter for five years. Don't judge me. Uh, on Twitter.com. Good. Excellent. And oh. I'm, I'm at Brad Boar. See, that's much more manly. Yeah. <laughs> I could Brad go. I, Boar. I could go into what that everyone teases me about, but that's not a family radio show. So, oh. Uh, I and, see. We can talk about it later. Uh, yeah. and, and, and mine is really easy. It's just at Paul Spain. So, there you go. That's cool. us. And uh, we'll, we'll catch everyone again next week yep, on cool. the NZ Tech Podcast. Thanks for coming in, Owen. Thank See you. you. Bye. Cheers.